Sports Stance. Hey everyone, and welcome to the Sports Stance. I'm your host, Greg. And you know what? This week, we're not even going to have the intro for Paul's Pylon. We're just going to, he's just going to straight up show up out of nowhere. He's going to appear like a mythical creature that I summon to be a part of just the entire show. It may not be a long show, but he's here for the entire show. So here he is, the myth, the legend. It's Paul. Paul, how you doing? I am fantastic. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good, you know. I'm just prepping. I'm, I'm going to Arizona this weekend, so packing up a bag, which is always fun to do when you have to go to the airport. Spring training? No, I wish. Uh, technically, I could. It's I'm going to Arizona, so yeah. I mean, maybe I'll sneak away from seeing my nieces that I haven't seen in like a year. There's always a good reason. Yeah, I mean, brother bonding time, I think that counts. Yeah, yeah. Oh, our, our round of golf got extended three hours. It's so weird. I can't believe it. <laughs> Weather. Are the, gr- are the girls all going uh, golfing too? No. <laughs> oh, just I, I, I I'm literally hopping. I'm getting off my flight and I'm getting in a car and essentially driving an hour to go to a golf course and play in 18 holes. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. So I'll be flying in my golf attire. I might so, even put on the shoes. You know what's pretty good? <laughs> you can rent your clubs and blame that. Blame yeah. your game on the rentals. Oh, yeah. That's totally what I'm going to do. I don't have what? my own clubs. What are you talking about? I, I usually shoot at 73. I'm not sure they'll let you on a plane with golf shoes. <laughs> I have the nicer, like the newer ones where they don't really look like golf shoes. Well, 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 you can you can bring them. I'm not sure you can wear them. Yeah, probably not. Anyway, we're not here to talk about my flights and time changes and all that and how come Monday I'm going to be confused because... It's spring forward this weekend as well. That is true. So yeah. you will actually. I'm like time traveling, but not. You'll be two hours ahead and I'll be three back. And like, yeah, Oof. it's it's a thing. It's like giant step. Yeah. Mother may I. Mother may yeah. I go to Arizona and get confused? Yeah, I will. Anyway, we're not here to talk about that. We're going to talk about we have baseball. We have XFL updates because let me tell you one thing, sir. You chose the right team in your quiz. I'm on fire. You are. We're here to talk about Spike Lee, and is this the end of him and the Knicks relationship? And, of course, we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about your favorite player ever, maybe in the NFL, Tom Brady, and potentially a new wrinkle in uh, where he might end up this offseason. And if it happens, I may actually bow down to Bill Belichick. I'm okay. Let's. I can't wait for this conversation. Well, that'll be later. That's that's what we call in the business a tease. A tease. Tease. Okay. Before I go any further, let me first say that the sports stance is brought to you by Seat Giant. If you're looking for the best tickets for your sporting event or concert needs, check out Seat Giant. Use promo code 12 ounce sports to get the best deal possible. So if you're me, you're Paul, you want to go out to a game or a music show. Go to Seat Giant, get the best deal you can, and use promo code 12 on sports. That's 1-2-O-Z sports. Boom. That's how you do an ad read. What? You are. So, yeah. Anyway, you are on fire. I am. I try. I do it for the fans. It's really what I do it for. So speaking of fans, spring training is going on, and fans are loving players being mic'd up for their at-bats in the outfield. They did it last year. 
I think they've done it a few times, like the All-Star Game. Fans absolutely love the, when this happens because it gives you a little more of the personality of the player that you don't normally ever get to see because MLB is very weird and very bad at promoting their personalities. How do you feel about it? I like it. I think it's pretty good. I think baseball is probably one of the closest to the fan sports. I think they do a lot. A lot of them do charities and things, but I don't know. It just seems that the baseball players are are closer. There's some that aren't at all, but it it seems like a a within touch and within reality sport. Um, I like the mic'd up idea. I'm sure it can go horribly wrong in a bad situation, but that's why they have the red button. And... Are they going to mic up the Astros? Because I well, think they have their own mics. I, oh, yeah. Well, that's what that's partly why everybody's been enjoying it. Because Anthony Rizzo, Chris Bryant, all these different guys that have been mic'd up, some of them have taken little jabs at the Astros while they're at the plate and talking with the like, – because they have the announcers like in their head, the people calling the game, like ESPN. And they'll joke around being like, oh, that was a fastball. Okay. If he does that again, you know, hit a, hit a trash can for me. And like – a lot of guys are kind of, you know, poking fun and making fun, but at the same time, there's a slight serious tone happening. Oh, so there. there is. That's not going away anytime soon. No, but it is funny how the players are handling it because they're do they're doing it in the right way. They're poking fun at it, kind of, you know, being lighthearted about it, but kind of also getting the point across of like, yeah, we're not forgetting about this for any time, anytime soon at all. Like, this just is so ever. You know, guys. This is an ever. This is yeah. an ever forget. Even a rod who was suspended for steroids, came out and said, I was suspended for steroids. I deserved it. I was a bonehead. I messed up. I got the longest suspension in history of MLB and this and that and went down the list. He goes, but if I was the Astros, I deserve everything that's happening right now because you haven't manned up and apologized in a sincere way at all. I'm not saying something when A-Rod is saying that. So what would Major League Baseball do if they... Let's say everybody got suspended for cheating. You have no team that year? You have your minor, your AAA team. <laughs> and they come up and everybody plays. And then they do terrible. Well, actually, that would actually be perfect because then you could really hurt them for the fact that all their AAA guys' contracts, essentially, of like their time under ownership with major league experience would start the clock, which means your top prospects – then all of a sudden you go from having them for six years under control when you want them to be under control to you're forced to start the clock now and not have them potentially up in a year or two where you could still have them through their early prime like teams have tried to do. That actually would have been a good punishment. Do you think that would have been the better answer than what they're doing? Which is nothing. They did nothing. Yeah, they did nothing. That's just, yes. As a spiteful person, yes. (laughs) So they gave them they gave them immunity to rat out the coach. They just gave them immunity, and then they just decided the coach and the GM would take the fall. That that happens. That, that, that happens. But yeah. Um, but we talked about this enough last week. Let's, crack, let's get back to the mic'd up stuff. So I am enjoying the mic'd up stuff because besides the poking fun at the Astros, it's just fun to get the insight of a player when they see pitches coming at them when they're in the outfield. I would say if you're going to mic somebody up, it shouldn't be a batter. Only for the fact that I feel like that would get distracting. If you're an outfielder or, you know, one of the infield positions, you could kind of do it, I think, a little easier in a game. 
and it doesn't have to be every game. It could be one game, like designate it here and there, like or only when you're on ESPN for Sunday Night Baseball, you get to have that game be mic'd up. So maybe not every game, but specific games, which makes it more fun and makes more people probably tune in. I can imagine the game going horribly wrong, bench clearing. The whole game's silent because they got the finger on the button. There is a delay, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. I think it's good. I think that stuff, again, you're not putting it on a network because you're going to get into trouble, but it's a game. It's it's reality, and I think uh, that would be fun. I think that would be fun to watch. It would. You know who I really wish was mic'd up this week? Oh, Trevor Bauer. Did you see what he did, the Reds pitcher? No. So Trevor Bauer is one of the most outspoken pitchers in all of baseball. Has come out criticizing the Astros situation. He came out when the MLB expansion playoffs were talked about and said Robert Manfred is a joke and has no understanding of baseball whatsoever and how important the small amount of teams getting into the playoffs is significant because it makes you have to work that much harder type situation. And it's more unique then compared to, oh, hey, half the league gets in. That's not as much. It's like hockey. Yeah. Um, so on Monday, I believe it was, he had his spring training start. And he decided for one of the guys at batting, he would tell him every single pitch he was about to throw. I just read this. Yeah. I so, didn't realize I was, I was kind of superficially reading while I was watching the news. Yeah. So every single pitch he would tell him, he would flick his glove up and be like, it's a fastball or flick it down and be like, it's an off-speed curveball coming and just did it the whole entire bat. I think it was like five or six pitches total. And he just did it mainly one to kind of experiment and see what would happen. And two, just kind of like a, you see how much fun it takes away when you know what's happening and you know what's coming. It's not as much fun. The guy lined out to center field, which kind of disappointing. I was kind of hoping he'd hit a home run just to be like, and that's my point. But didn't happen. Still a great troll job, though. He got the bat on the ball. Yeah. Still a great little, like, nudge at MOB from him to kind of be like, yeah, F you. None of us are happy. <laughs> he actually ended up having a meeting, apparently, with Rob Manfred to discuss some of his thoughts and opinions. Yeah, well, he's probably like, all right, dude, you're going to get yourself in trouble. Yeah. I like a pitcher. I like a player Free that speech. shows his personality. Yeah. That this is that's the thing that MLB needs to get better at. NBA, NFL to an extent, I don't really know about hockey, but NBA especially lets their players kind of express themselves with their shoes, with like different parts of their armware and things like that, kind of give them a little bit of freedom. MLB doesn't do that and they should. I mean, you have Mike Trout who is maybe the greatest player ever to play the game of baseball. And I bet you if you put him in a lineup of a bunch of people that look very similar to him, nobody could pick him out of a crowd. Because? Because they don't promote him enough. Yeah, that's... People know who Aaron Judge is, but that's because he's in the New York market. Well, and he's nine feet tall and eight feet wide. But, like, there's only a select amount of MLB players that you could put in front of people and they could probably tell you who they are. Yeah, that's that, I I agree with that. Unless you're a home team, you know. Yeah, that's... well, yeah. Obviously, your team's market, you should probably have a decent idea. And actually, I think, the Red, I think there's a few Red Sox fans that could tell a Dodger, one of the Dodgers, maybe. Yeah, probably, maybe two of them. Maybe two. <laughs> yeah. But speaking of home teams, we'll do a segue. We'll get away from the mic up. Get out of here. Okay. For sale. Yeah. 
Now, this is more of a personal thing for you and I as Red Sox fans. Yeah. He is getting his third opinion today. Third. Not first. Not second. His third. Which clearly means the first two gave them opinions they did not like. Because it's an MRI of his elbow. They already had the famous Dr. Andrews who has performed tons of Tommy John surgeries. Take a look. Now they're getting somebody else to give an opinion after him. So, one, do we think he's going to need Tommy John surgery? And two, is this maybe possibly one of the worst contracts the Red Sox gave out? Because don't forget, they signed him to the five-year extension before last season where he only had one year left and he had already had arm issues. So, first question, will he need Tommy John? Second, is this the worst signing by the Red Sox, at least in recent memory? If he doesn't have Tommy John, he's never playing. He's he's just going to be hurt. He's going to be hurt. He's going to be hurt. And just get it over with. But yes, 100% it was a bad contract. Yeah. I mean, the arm issues that he had to begin with, he it was kind of the writing was on the wall. His motion is very violent. He's thin as a rail. I mean, I'm holding up a pencil in front of the, our screen. Oh, my God, Chris Sale. <laughs> yeah, I think it's actually thicker than Chris Sale. It's got more shape. <laughs> I mean, he seriously, is... a strong gust of wind will take that man away. So think about the reaction in that arm and all the muscles and tendons. He is just tearing that thing to shreds every day. My guess is he will need Tommy John. If he does, just get it done with now. Then them and the Yankees can both complain that they both have top starting pitchers out with Tommy John this year. Is it a full year of recovery? For pitchers, yes. If he if he was a regular position player and stuff, it technically would be shorter because the amount of usage on their arm is different and the type of usage. That's also why you rarely ever hear about a position player needing Tommy John surgery. Yeah, that's it's like carpal tunnel of the wrist. It's yeah. the all only you position, do is fire that ball. The only positional type player that needed it in recent memory was Shohei Otani, who was the Angels acquisition a few years ago but he's also a pitcher he's a starting pitcher for them and then when he's not starting pitching he's their dh because he can also hit like 20 home runs but he needed it so he came back last year not as a starting pitcher but only as a hitter because his elbow was healed enough to do that but not be a pitcher yet but yeah i'm thinking chris sale he's going to need tommy john surgery this red Sox season is basically a Dead before it started. And, oh well. But it's a terrible contract that they're not going to be able to get out of. And it's it's right up there with Pablo Sandoval and Carl Crawford. Well, they um they did make that bed. And, man, money bags needed to put his money where his mouth was. And Well, the issue was it was Dave Dombrowski who made the deal. And big spending Wait, Dave. wait, wait. Dave who? <laughs> yeah. He uh, spent that... He's notoriously for basically spending tons of money, killing your farm system. You might win a World Series, but then he moves on. And that's essentially what he did. Yeah. So. Time to rebuild. It is time to rebuild. But we'll move on from MLB into, like I said, XFL update. You thought I was going to do Brady. I was not. I'm still teasing. Still teasing the Brady stuff. (laughs) More to come. Dun, yeah. Dun, dun. yeah. Pause for commercial break. Just kidding. That'll be a little bit later. <laughs> but anyway, the XFL. First stat I have to throw it out about it. 
do you know in four weeks of the XFL, they have not had one televised game fall under a million viewers? So I'm watching the game, believe it or not. Whoa. It was supposed to start at 1 o'clock, and it didn't. Oh, I'm so sorry. I I, I don't know what the heck was going on. So I'm watching the pregame, and I'm thinking I have two teams from Texas, and I am trying to figure out who the heck my team is. <laughs> did, you figure, did you figure it out? I said, are they wearing blue or are they wearing red? And, one's, and they're showing highlights and they got their away and home. And I'm trying to read, but the Renegades have their name on their jerseys, the, the Renegades, and it's written, I think it's written in one-inch letters across their chest. I, I'm reading, so I'm it's trying a start to listen. They don't have as much money to spend on big letters. <laughs> well, I guess not. They went to uh, the closeout at Michael's. <laughs> they got letters and ironed them on. Exactly. But the other team had the exact same uniform. They all have the same uniform. They're just different colors. And yeah. they have the their emblem is a little different. They have, uh, yeah, they have slightly different emblems and things like that. I don't get but, the oil rig, but it's okay. The Roughnecks, they're... Guys that work the rigs are roughnecks, I guess. Okay, all right. So, so look, roughnecks, renegades in one inch letters across the chest, and they're running and they're yeah, the highlights. Maybe if you were a real fan, you'd know the color of your teeth. Well, I was looking for the I was looking for the oil rig. <laughs> well, at least you then knew your team is now four and zero. But by the way, giving you full credit for my team being four and zero because you did your. Fancy team picking. I did. My fancy, really scientific quiz. I should probably just post that somewhere for people that are still looking. By the way, you should come up with a quiz for fantasy football. <laughs> why? That would, so, that would be why would I want to help intricate. other people? I have won our fantasy league like the past three years. Why would I give that my secrets away? Do you like SpaghettiOs? You picked Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> so your daughter. <laughs> <laughs> She'd have ace spaghettios. <laughs> well, then she'd be sad when she didn't get Tom Brady. Or ends. Yeah. But anyway, so the Roughnecks, as you know, 4-0 now. Yep. Cream of the crop, top team in the XFL. They score more points than anybody. They're just a dominant offense that's just bowling through the league so far. The only team that can maybe compete with them right now is the St. Louis Battlehawks, who are 3-1. And they're known for their big defense. They've given up the least amount of points by about 20. I think the only loss they have is to the Roughnecks. This so, sounds like the Super Bowl matchup. I was going to say, it could be the their version of the Super Bowl. Because then you have three teams, D.C., New York, and Dallas, who are all 2-2. Two and two. And then you have the other guys, Tampa, Seattle, and L.A., who, come on. Also participated. They get Participation trophy. They all get trophies. I mean, L.A. should get a participation trophy because their players don't show up and their fans don't show up. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> it's not. I have great. a question. I may have an answer. What is their final game called? I don't know. I, it's like the XFL championship. I, I assume something like that. All right. So Vince McMahon, owns, taken. Vince McMahon owns the league. The McMahon Bowl? <laughs> no, I'm just wondering. He owns it. Does, do yes. the teams have owners? Yes, individual each owners? team has, I believe, individual owners. Okay, I just was... Uh... Yeah, no, it's just the XFL championship game. Yeah. My cool. guess is maybe it'll get fancier. It'll be held at, the, I think, the Texans Stadium. That's kind of funny. <laughs> but 
So XFL still going strong. Viewership is still high. I mean, I think that's kind of shocking to find out that not one of their games has dipped under a million viewers. That's pretty good for a startup league. And I watched the entire pregame waiting for one o'clock and then it just kept going and going and going. <laughs> like, when is this thing going to start? I'm proud, I'm proud of you though for sticking with it. I was one of the million for a couple of minutes. You were. And that's, that's, I mean, that's the XFL update. I don't have any more to tell about that. So well, it's pretty on. cool. It's, it's not losing any luster. Yep. It's, it's kind of picking up momentum. So good. I mean, I like the rules. I like the, I like the different things about it, but I still don't know tons of players. I know like PJ Walker, Cardell Jones. I know that in that Dallas Houston game, Matt McGloin was horrendous. And then he left with a knee injury. He had three picks in the first half plus a fumble. And then he like tore his knee. Might be a good thing for an uh, NFL player to buy a team, to own a team, go from six teams to eight teams to 12 teams, you know? Well, everybody, the people always joke. They're like, whoever wins the XFL championship should play the worst team in the NFL. And then if they win, they get to join the NFL. And, and, they and, the, and the other <laughs> like team in the XFL. The like issue it. would be, since the game ends, and the early league ends in February, and the XFL ends in April, when who would you have play who? Would it be the previous XFL winner faces the team coming in? who isn't technically that team that had the worst record. So logistics, it's fun really to, sad. Fun to talk about, it's fun to talk about. It'll never happen, but it would be hilarious. It's those things called contracts. <laughs> it's one of those things that you would just hope if it ever happened that the team from the XFL won just for S's and G's. Shirts and garments. Yep, exactly. <laughs> I was going to say, I couldn't know if you could translate that, so I'm glad you did. I wrote that down. Kept it G. Shirts and garments. (laughs) Print it. Print them up. (laughs) I'm just here for the S and Gs, and on the back it says shirts and garments. (laughs) It says renegades and roughnecks. (laughs) Speaking of a renegade, this is that was a terrible segue. So instead of a segue, I'm just going to go into our next ad. Zingo TV. Paul, have you signed up for Zingo TV? I've signed up for so much TV, I don't have enough time in my life to watch it. But I don't know what Zingo TV is. Zingo TV is where you can find 12-ounce sports. It's free to use. It's online. And all you have to do is type in Zingo TV, just like I said, and promo code 12OZ. And you can find all the shows from 12-ounce sports, live shows, shows that are just on from podcasts like us that are recorded. You know, it's a good time. Check it out. Zingo TV. That, that's all I got. I like it, Zingo TV. It's got a ring to it. it it's got a zing to it. Oh, 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 you, sir. You. Zingo. Zingo. It's Promo like Wingo, but with a Z. One, two, O, Z. Yeah. It's like Wingo, but with a Z. A bingo with a Z. <laughs> there we go. Should we just go down like the alphabet? Or a ingo with a Z. Or a dingo. Oh, there we go. Let's not go there. We could do 10 minutes on this. No, we're not going to do. No, we're going to do 10 minutes probably on Tom Brady because, well, Paul, he doesn't have to do much. And New England goes nuts and media goes nuts and people in the NFL and social media and everything just goes bonkers because he was at a Syracuse basketball game on Saturday. Now, you might be asking, 
Why was he at a Syracuse basketball game? And do you know? I don't know. He was paid by a man who apparently is a Syracuse booster who pays celebrities to come to the games at Syracuse and sit with him. So first off, the question is, how much money does it take to give Tom Brady to get him to leave the comforts of his home or a normal city and make his way up to Syracuse, New York? That is a question maybe Bob Kraft could answer. No, <laughs> probably not because it wasn't Bob Kraft who did it. I know, but he should probably call the guy. To say, how much does it take to have Tom sit with you? <laughs> and watch a Syracuse girls game. Time's it's, a billion. Wasn't a girls That's game. That's what he needs. <laughs> it was just a Syracuse men's basketball game. Oh. Why did I think it was a girls game? I don't Syracuse? know, but it wasn't a good basket. It wasn't like a high profile game. It was a everyday run of the mill like, oh, hey, they're playing Carolina. Not even North Carolina. <laughs> well, I think uh, so I've what's never the heard of that. I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. A million? With him was Julian Edelman and Jimmy Fallon, who were apparently also both paid by this man to come to the game. I watched that. I watched the clips of that, and that's the yeah. whole, he said he's coming back, or he said he's staying, but he was having a conversation with someone else. Yeah, about Mike donuts, uh, Yeah, about something, I don't know. Mike Rayroll on FaceTime, coach of the Tennessee Titans, a team that you said could be dangerous and potentially signing Brady. But before we get to all that, we need to know a number. Just throw one out there. You're Tom Brady. It's February still. It's freezing. It's Syracuse, New York. That's more likely a place you don't want to go than Buffalo. How much does it take you, as Tom Brady, a man married to Giselle, to go? Well, it's post. <laughs> to a college basketball game. It's, it's post-school vacation, so the kids are back in school. Oh, yeah, the place is packed. He's flying up. He's flying back. He's going with his best friend. And I'm not sure that Tom Brady got the first call or he got a call from did it go to did it go to Edelman or did it go to Did it go to Edelman and he said, Listen, Tom, this guy's gonna give you like a hundred grand, but I, I really need the money, man. <laughs> Edelman doesn't either, and neither does Jimmy Fallon. Maybe Fallon got the call. And he did it as a publicity stunt. Okay, but there's still a number. What I don't. Do I think. I, I. Who's the guy? Does the guy own like? I don't know. He's a billionaire, Egypt? clearly, or know. something, because he pays a bunch of celebrities to come and sit with him every game. Yeah, every game apparently. Well, they only play twice a week, right? Once a week in college. Once yeah, a week it depends on the week. Some so, weeks it's more, some weeks it's less. So, is it a million dollars? It could be. They clearly would, didn't know the guy because the clip didn't have him in it. Yeah, I was going to say, I, didn't even know, I just thought maybe they were randomly at the game. It was only afterwards people found out that apparently this booster guy pays them to come. So he's probably a gazillionaire that has nothing else to do with his money. He loves the Syracuse what? Yellow Jackets? What are the Syracuse Orange Men? I don't know what they are. It wasn't the Yellow Jackets. You were right with the second one. <laughs> was it? Yeah, their mascot's a giant, like, orange. Hey, Kool-Aid! Don't you dare compare them. To Donald Trump. <laughs> orange. Oh, <laughs> Said we weren't going to get political on this? I didn't get political. I was start. just making fun of his makeup. Oh, okay. I wonder what that tanning bed looks like. 
My God, would you stop? <laughs> Sorry. All right, so <laughs> this is what happens. I can't help drop myself. Drop pencils. This, this, we're going off the rails here, Paul. Oh my God, you dropped Chris Sale. <laughs> See what I did there? Oh my goodness. I'm gonna I have like a have, memory. You it's my ginkgo biloba. That's that's very good that you have a memory. Oh my actual oh. name. I'm sorry. People are skipping this part right now, or they're just stopping the episode. No, they're saying that Greg is amazing. He puts up with that man. I, it, it's true. Back I, to it. I think Back it's a million dollars for all million three. Dollars. Oh, no, sir, not at all. I think it's a million for Jimmy and Tom. I'm thinking Julian came at a discount. <laughs> not only because, you know, he's a little bit shorter. And, by the way, he gets in trouble when he does things like that. He jumps on cars and has to pay his way out of it. Probably got in trouble with Tom Brady after the camera was off and when he said, I'm coming back, because Brady made a face. Now, it kind of looked like his face was a little Botoxed, but he still made a face. And it did not look happy. And it kind of looked like he mouthed, he's lying, or no, I'm not. Which, eh, that's what everybody's been freaking out about because he's saying he's lying. He could be lying because Brady hasn't talked to any teams yet. He's not allowed to. That'd be a legal team. Right. So he technically FaceTime with Mike Vrabel, who's a head coach of a team he could potentially land at. But that's just friendship. They had to talk about a cookout in the summer. Yeah, he had to talk about, hey, Tom, if you come here, I really will make the deal of I will chop off the tip of it if we want to Stop talking record. about that. <laughs> so, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I firmly believe that his PR person said, you could use a little good press, Tom. Go do something fun. And off they went. Something fun? Go, to this Go do something out in public that won't get us in trouble. And go up into snow country and watch a game, and the whole thing's hype. It when is. they sign the deal, when they sign the deal with Bob Kraft, it's going to be better than when <laughs> who was what's his name? Oh God, it's great. Uh, no, great basketball thing. has a eight o'clock TV show on deciding who he's going to play for. You know, LeBron James. LeBron James. That was a farce. This will be exciting. No, yeah, you're gonna. Of course, you're gonna say this will be exciting because you're a Patriots fan. But it's gonna not be exciting when he goes, Bob, Bill. I'm taking my talents to the Forty Niners. <laughs> yeah. So the so today the Forty Niners come up. Yeah. So as how I do you said feel before, about, I how do you feel it. about Garoppolo? <laughs> yeah, I teased it with I would bow down to Bill Belichick because I heard this today. And there's apparently, like, people saying and sources confirming that, like, this is potentially, like, something that's being talked about behind the scenes a little bit, which is Tom Brady could potentially get traded to the San Francisco, or not traded, signed with the 49ers, who currently have his former backup, Jimmy G, who basically was forced out of New England because Brady was like, I'm not retiring anytime soon. And Kraft was like, so get rid of Jimmy G. Because we don't want Tom getting angry that he has this guy behind him who everybody's anointing as the next one. So Bill got rid of him. To Kyle Shanahan, who he's apparently friendly with, he sent him to the 49ers, Tom's favorite team growing up, a team that was in the Super Bowl this year, was that one little step away. Brady could be that missing piece. The 49ers then would be left with the question of, we have Jimmy G under contract. 
do we trade him? Do we do a sign and trade with the Patriots and send Jimmy G back to New England? Now, if somehow this happens and Brady ends up on the 49ers and Jimmy Garoppolo ends up back in New England, I will praise Bill Belichick immensely. It won't happen. But I will give you two reasons why, if it does, that I will praise him. One, he clearly figured out how to make this all happen three years ago when he traded Jimmy Garoppolo away. Somehow in the back of his mind, he was like, I'm going to trade him. And I'm going to make it so Tom has no choice but to want to sign somewhere else. Why not with his childhood team, his dream team, outside of us? He can go back home and retire a legend out there in the sun and literally ride off into the sunset. And I will get back my quarterback, like next protege, next potential star quarterback for my team who will come back knowing our system have Super Bowl experience and starting experience under his belt and be more comfortable than any other guy coming in would be into this environment. I think I just gave like three reasons, but still, I you would have to praise Bill Belichick for being a genius in some sense. That is about the biggest conspiracy theory I've ever heard, but if he pulls it off, you're right. I'm not usually a conspiracy theory guy, but I might have to be if this gets pulled off somehow because that would be that would be up there with like the greatest I don't I don't even know the word I would want to use for it. I can't even think of it. That would be one of the greatest like mind moves ever figuring this out if he figured it out a few years ago, even if he didn't know they were gonna make the Super Bowl. Just the fact of I'm going to get him back in a few years. Somehow, some way, even if Tom still wants to continue playing. How many years does Tom have left? He wants at least two, is what it sounds like. And there are going to be teams that give him two-year, $60 million contract offers. The Patriots can't really do that because if they want to sign other people to put around Tom, they need that money. But... Those guys aren't going to sign if Tom's not guaranteed coming back. So if they gave him $30 million and bought his house for $30 million, that's $60 million. Oh, wink, wink, nudge, nudge type thing? Yeah. Like, Think it doesn't oh, happen? Hey, this briefcase is landed on your front yeah. step. What's in? Oh, it's $30 million. <sighs> Tom, Where? carry that box out to your Bentley, and Tom says, I hired I movies. And he says, no, <laughs> Tom, 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 Tom. Tom, carry the box out to your Bentley. <laughs> yeah. It's stuffed with cash. Yeah, exactly. So that could be a possibility. But as a Patriots fan yourself, if this did happen, would you be sad to see Brady leave, knowing kind of how he performed this past year? Or would you kind of be happy that you don't have to see him crumble on your team and be happy that you get a young quarterback entering his prime who knows your system coming back. I would like to, if, if he's leaving, I'm sad. If he's leaving, I would not mind that scenario. I think that scenario that's is the, pretty good. Probably the best scenario possible, right? Well, that's what, that's what they tried for. And they thought Tom was going to go sooner than he did. 
the they 49ers didn't did also inquire the first time around if Tom Brady was available instead of Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, and then, you know, I guess he could go out to pasture selling avocado ice cream after he does his two years in San Francisco. Right. If he's going to do that somewhere, that's the best place to probably do it. Year-round, ice creamville, diet, exercise. Yeah. TB12 uh, I, actually would probably do better there than it does in Massachusetts, is my guess. Yeah. Massachusetts is more of a... Uh, it's cold here. We're going to just drink beer and cook steaks. And Tom's like, <gasps> you mean have avocado and air? And you're like, what? Well, I think no. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't mind seeing Jimmy G come back. No, so, I don't think any Patriot fan would mind that. I think that would be the one thing that would make this all a little easier. Plus, half the fans would be like, hey, look, I don't even have to go buy a New Jersey. <laughs> that's right. Mm-hmm. And since some of them have got rid of the jersey, say, dang, I shouldn't have gotten rid of it. Yeah, exactly, right? But, I mean, at this point, it sounds like if Brady leaves, your other options are Andy Dalton or Marcus Mariota. So there probably is a part of you that's like, hey, if he's going to leave, please somehow figure this out. And none of these guys can talk until the 18th? Yeah, I think that's – I forget when the legal tampering stage starts. I think it's around there where the teams can talk to the guys about contracts and things, and then you can kind of put feelers out to other players to get offers and stuff kind of going. So right when it hits – I don't know – I don't think it's midnight anymore. I think they changed the time when signing period starts. I think it got, like, moved up to, like, 9 o'clock at night. But when that hits and players can start signing, that's why so many deals happen so fast. Why do you buy a house in Greenwich, Connecticut? Because it's a 50-50 split between your place of work and your wife's place of work. All right. That's the, I mean, that's really all of it. But if, if, you, if you sell a 13 or 14 or 30 or whatever the hell million dollar house it is, and you buy one and you have any intention of leaving New England... You don't buy another $12 million house or $17 million house in Greenwich, Connecticut. I mean, do you? you do. Yeah. It's a good town. It's a good area. And when you have more money than God, like a lot of these top athletes, and especially if your wife is making more than you, you have multiple homes and you might not want to be directly in New York City or places like oh, that. You might not. want to be in family or friendly areas so you go to Greenwich Connecticut you go into California into like a different spot you have multiple houses and apartments kind of around the country where you can go and it is your home even if you're not there for more than a few months or weeks at a time yeah you're away half the season anyway or yeah you do a I doubt you do a condo but yeah hopefully he stays if not Jimmy G's the answer. I, I, like, end, I like how you think. Thank you. I try. I think in the end, he's going to end up staying. I have a hard time seeing him leaving and having any place being able to offer what the Patriots do for comfort and just feeling of like how the offense will run. The question is the weapons. You have to bring in somebody or two people at least that he can throw to. That's not just Julian Edelman who gets banged up half the time. Yeah. They if definitely, they have to focus on it. They, yeah. You've got to get somebody that can catch the ball because he also is not as quick as he was releasing, though he is quick. He's got to be able to get that ball downfield to somebody that can get their hands on it. Yeah. Got it. So, 
sad to watch that ball bounce off people's chests. I saw some crazy stat that outside of Randy Moss, all his leading receivers have been six foot or under like since 2011. Well, A.K.A. Wes Welker and Julian Edelman. <laughs> yeah. So you, you need to get some guys that have some size and can help you out and get those jump balls because, no offense, Julian Edelman's not a jump ball type guy. No, but his, uh, after a year in the uh, recovery and not being banged up, think he's coming back? Who? Edelman? Bronk. Oh, no. Gronk's not coming back. You, you, when <laughs> you say, his, is he coming career, back? Like, who are you talking about? His career skyrocketing on Fox. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, I mean, the guy has no reason to come back. He's making tons of money still. He gets to party and do whatever he wants and just enjoy life. Why would you leave that to get potentially another knee injury, a fractured arm? Like, Just a hopeful fan. Yeah. Well, that's what all Patriots fans are because, you know, you've had it so rough. I think think about what the I know Tom Brady has given the Patriots incredible success. Yeah. That goes both ways. They have as as Tom Brady has wanted to go, the team goes. Yeah. Well except last season. Yeah. Well everybody everybody they got went to either off the team or jail. So it's kinda not good. Yeah, I feel so bad for you guys. I really do. Last season was tough. Winning your division and Getting knocked out in the playoffs, really, really tough. Well, they didn't win the Super Bowl, and we're used to it, you know. <laughs> yeah, but it's a lot Wait, of like just, I have anything. A lot to of people just it. became your enemy, <laughs> 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 trying to make it sound sympathetic. Well, you know, we used to win in the Super Bowl. We just did it last year, and I just don't know what happened. It's how everybody in the world felt about the Yankees forever. Yeah, I know. And they haven't had to worry about that the past decade. That's a beautiful thing. After George. Senior, all right, to the outfield in the sky, <laughs> the cornfield, <gasps> the cornfield. Yeah. Oh, god, I can't believe I didn't think of that. I can't believe it either, especially because I believe it's the Yankees, and I can't think of the other team right now, but they're, they're playing a game at the Field of Dreams in Iowa. Yeah, so that'll be cool. We'll have to Google it. <laughs> no, we won't. Okay. <laughs> I think it's not until like next year. All right. One more thing to touch on before we wrap this show up. I know how much of a basketball guy you are. Oh, I am just, I am, I'm the super fan. Yeah. You, and remember, basketball is the one with the orange ball. Okay. Okay. Just making sure you weren't thinking of cricket. I thought you were going to say, no, mind, the orange president, but go ahead. God, why, what, what is, is it because we just had Super Tuesday? Maybe. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, I'm surprised the ballots. It, I'm surprised the ballots weren't orange. Just say, go ahead. Anyway, <laughs> I, won't, I won't interrupt you one more time. Maybe three. So it's gonna be like last week when you just started like talking over me. <laughs> I hate to do that, but I love to. Yeah, I know your whole family has that. It's a trait. Oh my god, we think alike. Yeah, your whole family does it. I don't know where they get it. I don't know either. Anyway. As I was saying, basketball news, not even player news, super fan news, like you said. Spike Lee, not going to any more New York Knicks game this year because he and security and James Dolan kind of had a little bit of butting of heads. So apparently the story goes 
Spike Lee came in through his entrance that he always comes through, according to him. Entrance he's been coming through for 28 years. Security basically said, you can't use that entrance. James Dolan told us you can't use that entrance. It's not allowed. You got to stop using it. And Spike Lee was like, um, you mean the entrance I've literally used every game I've ever come to? And they're like, yes, you have to go through a different entrance. He's like, why? And they're like, because we said so. And he's like, well, that makes zero sense. I need to have like an actual reason. They butt it heads. Spike Lee the next day was like, I'm just not going to come to any more games this year. He'll come to games next year. But no more this year. And I mean, can you blame him? One, he's their most noticeable person in that whole arena. He's probably half the reason people come to games at this point because the Knicks are terrible. And literally, like you said, 28 years, he has been supporting this team courtside. You know how expensive courtside tickets are for Madison Square Garden for like a game, let alone season tickets. Does he, do you get spiteful? I feel like yes. A spiteful. Oh. But you could get spiteful and give every week give you a pair of tickets to homeless people. <laughs> I was gonna say I, if I were him, I would just give the tickets to like the worst people I could find, or just team. Ticket like to the opposing team's fans or something. I mean, probably the best thing he should do is give it to charity and like auction each ticket, the tickets yeah. off. And but, each time they get a T-shirt that reads "I'm not Spike Lee." Yeah, that uh, there you go. And so, then charity I, wins. You know what I think? I like we're gonna it. Start doing, Paul. We're gonna start making you a merchandise guy because last week you came up with the mini twenty ounce trash can beer cans. Oh, I'm loving that one the best. And now you got these shirts. I mean, I think you're just meant to be a merchandiser and marketing guy. I'm liking that idea because so God knows you, I'm a terrible podcaster. I talk over my friend. Here's what I want you to do. <laughs> quit, quit your day job and focus solely on sports dance puns and joke shirts that we can sell for like $5 a pop. Oh my God. And at the end of the week, I'll have $10. Yeah. Y'all have a shirt and I'll have a no, shirt. Exactly. We'll buy or one. I'll wear it. I'll wear it in odd numbered months. We'll 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 buy them for our dogs. <laughs> My dog loves shirts. Yeah, I know. So there you go. It's pretty perfect. But anyway, so Spike Lee, he's done with it. He's like, I'm I'm out. I'll come back next season, which I think is funny. He's like, listen, I'm done. The season's already like three fourths over. So he's essentially saying, I'm just not going to show for like the final ten home games. I don't even know if it's that many. I think it is. He's like, but that's it. I'm not. I'm just not going to show up for the rest of the time. The two months left in the season, I'm out. <laughs> but I'll be back. Don't you worry. At the beginning of next season. So the question. What do you? Are, yeah, go ahead. Because I got a question. Is James Dolan then just go? You know what? I'm not going to let you renew your tickets for next year. No. You don't think so? No, I think he absolutely lets him renew the ticket. Why does he make him not come? Did he come in the team door? No, he comes in through like some ran- one of the random entrances. Like I guess maybe it's his special entrance or something like that. Or he parks there. Does, who is he? Is he the owner? James Dolan. Yeah, he's the owner. He's the like the worst owner in sports. So he's the owner of the team and who owns the guard. All he right. Does. All right. So. But if he if it's true that Spike Lee has been using the same exact entrance for 28 years, why all of a sudden the issue? There's something else. There's more to this story because there always is. Yeah. And it's personal and no one's ever going to find out. 
I mean, granted, I glossed over the details pretty quickly, but I that was the gist I got from it. Yeah. So, it's frankly, it's nonsense, and I think I think teams get backlash. I mean, people like their team; they'll go to the game, but who needs that nonsense PR? That's, well, especially that's the Knicks. Nutty. They they had they've had issues in the past. They had a former player last year, Charles Oakley, get in a fight also with James Dolan. He got ejected from Madison Square Garden and was banned, and it was over like some comment he made about James Dolan. So it more so turned into I'm banning you because I was offended, even though you've done nothing wrong to anybody else in this whole arena. And as an owner, as a person, as a businessman, I feel like you should not base what you do on your own personal feelings when in the end, you know, it could potentially be perceived by the public in a very negative way and affect sales and all that stuff. Because right now the Knicks are terrible. They have no reason for fans to even come to the game. People just come because it's a Madison square garden and it's an experience half for half of them that are there now. But now you take away the super fan that everybody loves to see and you start going after former players who were part of the last times your team had glory. And you can see why people don't like them. Well, He's making his own bed. Yeah, he's made his bed for a while. Nick stink. <laughs> the Nick stink. They just That's the legacy. You took a team into the tank. I'm pretty sure this whole... You know they're bad when the entire offseason was spent signing the same position and like seven guys that played the same position? Like you don't need seven centers and power forwards. You just don't. Who's his coach? I don't know. They fire. They have like a new coach every year too. So that's it, it, it's it's George Steinbrenner of basketball. But Steinbrenner won. True. James Dolan doesn't. <laughs> Maybe he's got that personality that can't be wrong. Don't think, use the door because I said don't use the door. Yeah, essentially. And then it I turned into something, and it escalated, and he's got taking his ball and going home because <laughs> he owns the home. It might be more entertaining if the Knicks didn't have a ball to play with. Well, I think Spike should no, – never mind. He's probably a better guy. He's just going to stay home. He's just going to go on every sports network and bash. <laughs> oh, that's what I think. See, I I get that way. when, But I don't know the details. Maybe Spike is half at fault. Nah. I mean, yeah. who cares what entrance you come in? <laughs> Honest to God, right? And by the he pays, way, he pays Spike you too. Something he pays you six figures probably every year for those tickets. I'm thinking Spike Lee comes in. Let him gets, put on a jersey and, and play in the game for all I care. And he gets That's accosted, it. or he comes in this entrance and gets close to his seat and isn't accosted. Yeah. Or is accosted less. Yeah. I mean, at that point, Knicks have nothing going for them. Put Spike Lee in a jersey that's not the one he's wearing. Put him in an actual team jersey. Let him take shots. At that point, what do you have to lose? You can't do worse. You really can't. It'd be like the movie Eddie with Whoopi Goldberg. Let a fan coach the team. You lost me. You've never seen the movie Eddie? No. Is really? it like Rudy? Yes and no. It's, it's so about it's, sports. It's based on the Knicks. <laughs> and they fired their coach, and they're looking for a new coach, and they decide to come up with a thing. It's like a free throw. It's like... Make the free throw, you get to be the coach for the second half of the game because like of how bad they are. So they're trying to get fans to come. Whoopi Goldberg hits the shot, um, free throw, and like people go crazy for her. Then she's on this coaching on the sideline. 
and like throwing like tantrums and things like going crazy on the players and people are eating it up because of how intense she is. The Knicks like fire their coach and then end up like hiring her as their coach for the rest of the season and it follows her as the Knicks head coach. And I actually enjoyed the movie a lot when I was a kid. It probably is a terrible movie, but I enjoyed I'm, it. I'm thinking that or that or uh, Sister Act. I was going to say, it's kind of like Sister Act, but with basketball. <laughs> She's done some good movies, though. She has. I Sister really Act liked was a great anything. movie. Ghost was a great movie. She's done some good movies. She has. And that was talking about Whoopi. 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 I also think that covers our NBA. I think that's the end of the Spike Lee drama. Okay. Well, you know what? It is drama, but it, it's not horrible. But no. there's always a story behind the story. There is. We may never hear it, but... One of the, like you said, he may start talking on some sports shows. He already has. Yeah. He's already gone do you, on ESPN. Do you, do, you still, do you still have his number? No, I, I lost it when I switched phones. Oh, darn it. Maybe next Oscar Spike, parties. Spike, if you're listening, give Greg a buzz. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah, Spike, it's been a long time, buddy. <laughs> on that note, I think we should probably wrap this up because we're, we're, right. we're starting to get delusional. Yes. Crooked. <laughs> Yeah, everybody. Paul was crooked on the camera. Oh, <laughs> you know, I was I was uh, the guy next to Tim the Toolman to- Taylor. <laughs> Only the top of my head is showing. Oh my gosh! All right. Oh on that God. note, we're gonna wrap this up. Paul, thank you for joining me for the entire show. Thanks for having Not me. Just your own little segment. I I enjoyed it. You have a nice weekend, sir. All right. I might see you. I might not. You'll see me in passing, probably. All I'll right. be like a ship in the night. Oh, that's a good quote from a movie. I know. The firm. I'll essentially show up, and then by the time you wake, I'll be gone. <laughs> no. What time? You, never mind. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I'm I leaving. Get early. Like, I'm leaving at like two thirty in the morning. Oh well, then I will not be awake. I probably <laughs> will be awake. Do you want me to, want me to cro- creep into your room and whisper sweet nothings before I leave? No. Yeah, this just took a weird turn. I might hear. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, enjoy your weekend. Paul, enjoy yours. Enjoy yours. Be safe. My name is Greg. This is in my stance on sports. Everybody, have a good one. The Sports Stance.